Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing World of Talking Shiz. I am CJ. And I am Maddox. And so this week's episode, let's do a quick little recap. So what did we talk about last week? Last week we talked about horror films and just a lot about, mainly about horror movies, slashers, you know, murders, murder type movies. Yay. <laughs> Fun, stab, bloody, gory. Yay. Stab, stab, stab. Cut, cut, cut. <laughs> stab, stab, stabity, stab, stab. <laughs> Uh, but this week, we're talking about ghost stories. Ghost like, stories. real life ghost stories. And we, we have and Halloween is next Thursday. Yes. Or this Thursday. No, next Thursday. Yeah, next Thursday. <laughs> and we have um, personal experiences mm-hmm. with ghost stories. And we probably have some that we were told to. In the honor of Halloween. In the honor of Halloween. So, would so. you want to go first with your freaky deaky story? Should I tell my good one first or save it last? Um, I'll save my good one last. I'll save that one for last. Okay. So, what I'll tell you. I can tell you a quick one. Oh, go ahead. I got married. <laughs> I don't think that's a ghost story. Depends how you look at it. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> you ever see my wife, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> um. I'll tell the story about um, the project that my father went out to. He actually went out to a historical site to do some remodeling. And this was late at night. Oh, uh, real quick, sorry. I just If there is small children listening to this, I, we don't want to scare yeah, any please small children. Be um, alarmed. It, it, it can yeah. get spooky. So Because this is real life. This, this is, is this, real that's life. not making us this, up. No. So I just no. want to just put that warning out there. Yeah, we're warning you right now. If you do not want to go to bed with nightmares, please stop listening at this time. <laughs> so now that we've got Continue. that disclaimer. Yep. <laughs> Forgot um, to put that on there. Oh, yeah. Go to Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Follow us on Twitter, by the way. <laughs> um, now, since... Since my dad was out and at this place, now it's late at night. This is probably roughly around 10-ish. Right at, or, yeah, it was about 10-ish. Um, it was at night because it, it's a museum. So this particular museum, um, it was on the grounds of, like, the Civil War and stuff like that. And so you know that there's got to be, be something out there. Something out there, like some type of spirit of some sort. So we're sitting there. He's sitting there. He's he's going through. He's making sure everything's good to go. And it starts rolling around 11. We're getting painting done and everything's doing good. And we look out the window. This fog sets in out of nowhere. We never, ever seen it fog this bad. So we're like, okay, whatever. It's fog. Kept working. Starts rolling around 1130. Then we heard a loud thing drop. Something dropped in the upper floor. It literally sounded like a cannonball had dropped. And it rolled across the floor. Go upstairs. Nothing. Nothing's there. Freaked both of us out. Go back downstairs. Everything's fine. Do you want to give out the location? Nah. I'm just going to leave it alone. Um I just, that's why I just say it's a historical site. I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that because I don't want to make it to where people don't want to go to that place anymore. So, um, but then all of a sudden it starts getting close to midnight 
and we're getting kind of wrapped up with things. We're, we're not a hundred percent done, but we're, we're getting wrapped up. Um, and then all of a sudden you hear gallops like a horse galloping. Like inside or outside? Outside, outside of the house. You hear like this horse going like just galloping throughout the, the yard. And I'm looking out and I don't see nothing. Now keep in mind that this is an old Civil War type home. So they don't have like fences like we used, like we do. Um, we, it's more like a post and then you have this one chain link they're going across. And it's like a, like a border type right. chain. So as I'm listening for this horse, me and my dad both are looking out the windows. We don't see anything. Nothing. Not a thing. And then we hear the horse again galloping but this time it looks like as if the hoof of the horse is hitting the chain because now it's bouncing as it's going across and you hear it and then it's just you hear the horse it stops it stops at the entrance and you hear the horse like make make its noise and it just freaks us out we're like um I think we need to wrap things up. Gotta let this dry. And we need to get going. And we, you've never seen two people rush to the truck ever so quick in your day in your life. Oh, yeah. I mean, after going through all that, it's like, yeah. Can we do this in the daytime? <laughs> so, were you guys just doing the repainting? Is that yeah, it was just repainting. We was kind of restoring some pieces that were uh, dry rotted. It was rotting out. And... Just restored it and got it put back together. Interesting. But yeah, that's. Have you been back since? Uh, have I been back? Um, Has you and your dad been back since? No, we have not been back. <laughs> um, that's just... F you and your horse you rode on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we... Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, that's funny. Between my dad and my granddad, because he was there too, um, from all three of us, no. We haven't been back since, and we just um, we just politely told him that uh, if we're going to do anything, uh, please do it in the earlier hours, <laughs> please, <laughs> because uh, late did, night. Did, did you guys tell them the experience? Like what happened? Um, we explained it to them, and they said that they had a similar situation when they had some painters come out late at night. But they said that um, the painters said that they heard the cavalry. They swore up and down that they heard the cavalry. They, they heard the captain yell out, all right, man, let's go. Like, out loud. They and swore. you don't think that you're like, hey, I'm doing a job. That should be a nice little warning. Like, hey, let me know. You want to hear some freaky <laughs> Oh, by stuff? the way, while you're painting around, uh, the cavalry <laughs> and the dead men that are around here still haunt this place. Just want to give you a heads up. <laughs> you know, that would be awesome if you had your cell phone or something to record that you know how awesome and that would the be. thing is when that fog set in your phone reception started going out that's the weirdest thing you ever know like things like that you're there's always some type of mist you ever notice mm-hmm. that it's creepy that is <laughs> it's very creepy. that is well that's my very first story what you got all right so <laughs> uh this is actually a personal experience that i had well I was with, it was my uh, brother. So if he's listening to this, I love you, man, but I've got to tell this story. 
<laughs> my brother actually had a couple experiences in his mm-hmm. life, but the one that was odd was when we were younger, we used to share a room. I think I was around about eight, I want to say. And one night, uh, we were asleep, and my brother said he heard click, 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 mm-hmm. and it woke him up. And so he was kind of, you know, distraught a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. trying to, you know, you're waking up from a sleep. And he looked, and over next to our entertainment center that we had, there was this figure mm-hmm. that was standing next to the TV and it was lifting up the Nintendo, the part where you put the cartridges in. So it was click, kept clicking, like shutting it open, shut, click, click, click. And he looked and then he looked at me and saw the, um, saw the, mm-hmm. uh, saw me, that saw my figures, you know, the cover, you know, saw me in the bed. Uh, and uh, uh, so he saw me in the bed and he looked back and the thing looked at him turned its head like almost like 180 mm-hmm. and gave him the most evilest smile he said he's ever seen in his life and he jumps out of the bed comes and shakes me said he said wake up wake up and all of a sudden I heard just a scream like it sounded like like you've got your you know how you slam your finger in a door or oh something? yeah that's what it sounded like and all the way down to the hallway to my mom and mom and dad's room and then after he left i heard click click and i woke up and I'm, what is it you know i didn't know what was going on and come to find out he said he saw this whatever at the uh, right at the entertainment center, mm-hmm. so from now on it was called the Nintendo Ghost. Um, he's he hasn't seen it since, you know, but that was, you know, really like it freaked him out to the point that, you know, he had to have some type of light on because mm-hmm. you know, it freaked him out that bad. Nice, that's creepy. That's very creepy, and cool at the same time. <laughs> I, I, we, 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 we kind of poked fun at him a little bit. So he just wanted to play a game with you, man, like Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> you should got up, man. man you want to be Mario? That's okay. You can be more. I'll be Luigi. <laughs> as long as we're playing. Yeah, man. He just wanted to play. For all we know, he could have glitched the game but, and gave you more extra lives. <laughs> my brother was like, he said, it looked just like you. That's what my brother said. That's creepy. Until he turned his, it's like the way he turned his head though. That I think that what creeped him out when he did that smile. Well, wouldn't you say so? Where I mean, a head turned like 180 degrees. Wouldn't you say so? Like I keep, I, I can't. I like I picture me, but like this creepy, like clown smile, you know. And then like a 180 degree turn of the head, and it goes, "Hello, <laughs> <laughs> would you like to play a game? Let's play a game." <laughs> um, wow, that's that's. Very creepy at the same time. Well, um, I've definitely got another one. Um, the next ghost story that I have was when I was at my house. Now, keep in mind, this house had a fireplace, an actual wood burning fireplace. 
So and you said had. So I'm just curious. Is it there now? It's still there, but it's no longer usable. It is now a gas logs. Okay. Um, so it's you can't use firewood no more, but at the time, you can still use firewood. Um, my dad was working real late. And everybody was asleep, so I decided to, it was the weekend, so I wanted to sleep in the living room. And while the fireplace was crackling, and I I don't care who you are, you got a crackling fireplace and you're sitting on the couch, you're going to fall asleep. I, I, that's always happening. And if it was raining, that, 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 oh, that that's it. Yeah, that's Game it. over. Hibernation yeah. mode engaged. Anyways, I'm sitting there and... My dad came in. He's He apparently already knew that I was going to sleep. He left me there. He went to bed. All of a sudden, it's probably around 1 o'clock in the morning. Not a soul is up. Everybody's asleep. And I keep hearing the fire crackling very strangely. Like it's making weird popping noises. Not something that you would normally hear coming from a fireplace. And I'm sitting here. I'm thinking, hmm. And I just crack my eyes open just to look at the fireplace, just to kind of look at the fire. I didn't see nothing. I was like, well, it is getting kind of cold in here. So I opened up the front door, grabbed the firewood. And as I'm grabbing the firewood, I saw something move at the corner of my eye. And I look out in the yard. I see this figure standing out in the middle of the yard. And I turn on the front porch light. Disappears. Nothing there. I was like, huh. Maybe I'm still dreaming. Maybe I need to wake up a little bit more. I don't know. See, that's what's so inconsiderate about. I know, right? Freaking dreams. Always messing with me. Um, Get inside. I put the wood on the fire, on the coals. Get it hot. It combusted. Started flaming up again. And... I started to lay back down and pull the blanket up. I hear footsteps. And I'm thinking, nobody's up but me. So I'm, I kind of, I don't yell, but I speak loud enough for everybody to hear me. So I sit here and say, who's up? No response. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's just as simple as... The house just moving. Who knows? I don't know. It was an old house and maybe it was shifting. So I start to go to sleep. Heard footsteps again. But this time it stopped literally in front of me. I look up. I see a black silhouette that was kind of over the coffee table. And as I turn around real quick... It vanishes. I'm sitting here thinking in the back of my mind, that's the same figure that I just saw out in the yard. I'm looking at the front door to see if there's not a robber in the house. Front door's locked up tighter than Fort Knox. So I'm like, well, I can't go to sleep now. So (laughs) what am I doing that? Exactly. And I hear the clock. Now, we had this very... I, sorry dad but you need to get rid of that daggone clock because 
that thing is creepy whenever it goes off in the middle of the night. Is it like one of those old grandfather yes. clocks? It's not the grandfather clock. It's the one that hangs up on the wall, but it has a creepy chime to it. Oh, I hate those. Um, but it chimed. And as it chimed, I look over at the fireplace and I see the smoke come out and it took the shape of a person. And right where the head was, was a yellowish glowing eyes. And I'm like, you're kidding me right now. And as soon as I said that, it vanishes. And I didn't go to sleep at all that night. I stayed awake. And the next day, and I told... that's how I got hooked on coffee. <laughs> that's how I got hooked on coffee. <laughs> and the next day, uh, I tried to explain that to my parents. And they thought I was just hallucinating. But... And, uh, and that's what's so weird. Like, when you try to have an experience like that. And your parents, they're going to be parents... They're like, oh. Well, here's here's my question. Well, how? Why are you trying to have an experience like that? <laughs> are you like on purposely? Okay, come on, ghost. I need to interview you. And so when my kids tell me certain things like that, yeah. I'll go and investigate because I've had my right experience. So I know what they're going through. I'm not going to shrug it off because you know I've watched movies where parents are like or whoever. You always have that one doubting party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have one that's going. I, honey, uh, all the dishes decided to stack up, and it would—it looked like a tower of dishes. You're just seeing things, you know. There's no such thing as ghosts, and it's like, no. If you're seeing stuff like that, exactly, like, exactly. Like, uh, no. Exactly. <laughs> there, there's something like you need to go grab a holy water, grab a cross, grab your local pastor, <laughs> come and you know. <laughs> Get rid of that. Right. Well, <laughs> speaking of holy water and going to grow, grab some holy water, uh, why don't we take a break? Yeah, we'll take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back with, uh, with some ghost more story. creepy ghost stories. are back so i'll tell you one that happened to me as an adult there you go uh in the house that i used to live in uh my ex-wife and i i remember and it's kind of like two stories in one Mm -hmm. so one night uh, i went to bed early and all of a sudden my ex-wife runs down the hallway screaming opens the doors busts in the room she said, I saw something at the kitchen table. It looked mm-hmm. like a woman in a Victorian dress or something, she said. Mm-hmm. And she said she heard clicking. And I'm, I had a Zippo lighter at the time. And she said it sounded like the Zippo lighter. Click, click, click. Mm-hmm. And so I got up and she was shaking. So I got up and I said, okay, let me go investigate this. And as I was walking down the hallway, I heard thud. Like, what, what was that? And I'm looking behind me like, what the heck? What, 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 just, what was that? Mm-hmm. And so as I turned on the light and got into the kitchen, my Zippo lighter was in the floor. So, months later, mm-hmm. uh, I'm home by myself. I uh, don't even know where my ex-wife was at. And I remember I went to bed early. I got I was tired. I was like, I'm just going to go to bed. 
all I remember I woke up it was freezing cold right in the room I'm talking and it's like summer it was cold when I talk about cold like it was like meat locker cold mm. and I I remember I woke up and I was shivering I was just like why is it so cold and all of a sudden I got this fear that went through my whole body like I felt the evilest thing I was at the foot of my bed like I felt I didn't even look toward that way I'll be quite honest mm-hmm. but it felt so evil like I felt like I was in danger mm-hmm. it scared me that bad I remember I got up I tried to get out of that room as fast as I could and I didn't even look back I just slung open the door and I ran because it scared me that much I have as long as I lived in that house, I did not sleep back in that room, and that was the master bedroom. I would not. It took months before I even would have slept sleep in that room. Just mm-hmm. put it that way. So that 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 was, is creepy. I've never felt that. It's like mm. I don't. I can't. It's hard to explain, but it felt like you ever felt like there's presence that I don't know if anybody you where you try to scream. And you can't make a sound. Like, you're trying to move. Oh, yeah. And you can't move. Like, whatever. That's how it felt. Like, I was trying to muster up all the strength that I had just trying to make a sound. But it felt like I couldn't speak. Like, I couldn't move. Like, I was petrified, basically. Mm-hmm. Just petrified. And it's like, it. I was tired. After that, I was wore out because it felt like I was literally fighting something to even try to leave that room. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was an experience that I had that I'll never forget. Ever. I, I I agree with you on that one. When it comes to paranormal stuff, man, it it can take an energy out of you. Lots of energy out of you. Um, I've got another one where this is in reference to our previous episode, which I was about to go into, but I, me and you both stopped. So this is a part of this episode about the Ouija board. Yeah, I wanted for this one. This one. Well, I'm just going to give everybody out there a disclaimer. Do not, do not, do not, do not, do not think it's all about fun and games when it comes to I don't mess with those. In a Ouija board. And if you really, you want the original Ouija boards, what they were really made of was (sighs) human skin and blood. That explains a lot. (laughs) And they're, they're not, they're not. They're not games. I remember my cousin had one. And no. No, 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 no. We um, we sat. We actually had it at a friend's house. And they told me to keep it with me. Because their mom and dad didn't let them keep it. And it it came in a, in a box. We kind of figured it was a board game. You know, kind of play around, play a joke, practical jokes with each other, uh, freak each other out on purpose type deal. Um, it's all fun and games till somebody get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Quit moving the cursor around. It's not me. Yeah. Well, uh, reality set in and goes to find out nobody was touching it. Um, uh, here's here's what happened. My buddy. Take this back. 
Take us back, Matt. Uh, here's what Details, happened. sir. <laughs> and we wanted to try out communicating to um, his recently deceased family member. And, our, and the question was, are you the relative? And we waited and we kept our hands on the dial. Finally decided to move. And he had his hopes up. And this is working. Are you going to answer our question? And it's a yes. He's like, okay. Are you the family member? And then it moved over to no. And then we asked it like, it didn't move. And then we're sitting here like, well, maybe they don't understand it. I said, no, I think there's more to one of us here. And I think evil spirits don't like to be around people that are onto them. So when I say out my name, I'm like, are you spelling out my name? And then the cursor goes over to yes. Well, you misspelled it, sir. <laughs> and I'm th- sitting there the whole time. I'm thinking it's my friends. I think my friends are pulling a prank on right. me. And dude, we're not moving the cursor. We're literally resting our fingers on it like we're supposed to. It's mo- Why are you spelling out my name? Do you not trust me? And a cursor goes over to no. And I'm like, are you Satan's demon? But it didn't go. It stopped. And then it said... Um, then it went over and it spelled out the word saying, and I told my friends, I said, we need to stop this right now. Cause I got a feeling that that's not a, a good spirit. The fact that he's not responding to being good, but he's throwing all the symptoms of being negative. I'm like, uh-uh, this is, I'm not getting a good feeling from this. And then at that moment, the table started shifting a little bit. Like you feel this weird vibration. Like a vibration. And I'm looking down on the floor. I'm like, y'all need to quit kicking your feet. And he's like, we're not. I said, okay. We need to close this session right now. Because something ain't right. And we stopped. We put everything up. That night, we watched a movie. Forgot all about the Ouija board. Just left it alone. And then all of a sudden, we saw a silhouette standing in the kitchen. Now, my buddy lived inside of an apartment, so his parents... Close quarters. Yeah, so when you are in the living room, the kitchen's right there. So, we look, all three of us, we're looking into this kitchen, and we swore up and down. We saw something that had devil horns and, like, golem uh, wings standing in the doorway. Of the kitchen. Breathing heavily. And as soon as we flip on the light. Disappears. Well, maybe it wanted some popcorn. <laughs> for the movie. I don't know if you wanted to watch a movie. Or what. You didn't invite him. He got mad. But I said. That Ouija board. I Something's wrong with it. And I said. I don't think we need to be messing with that. And my buddy's like. Well. Why don't we look through it like the movies? 
Like I keep hearing that if you look through the dial, you can see the spirit. I'm like, we just saw the spirit without it. <laughs> I mean, would you have some glasses? So, so he's like, well, how do we get rid of it? And I said, well, we're not getting that Ouija board back out. I'm going to tell you that much right now. Um, so I took the Ouija board with me. And ever since I took it back home, I've had nothing but creepy things happen in the house. And when one a day after, as a matter of fact, I heard something tumble and fall over. Looked down the hallway. Nothing. The next night, same thing, but this time it was closer to the bedroom. But that noise was a door flying open. It's like as if the spirit is looking for me. And then when I look around the doorway in the middle of the night, I see that same silhouette, but it's within feet away from me. I immediately knew that I need to get rid of that Ouija board. I took it over to my friend's house. I said, burn this. Did it burn? Get it burned. Get it out. Did it burn? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm for real. Because I'm, I'm, I know by... My cousin told me an, an experience that he had with an Ouija board, mm-hmm. and he said that they burnt theirs, and he said it sounded like a woman was screaming when it burnt. Mm. I don't know how true that is because I wasn't there. Because you know how you we doused it with gas and we set that sucker on fire. <laughs> That's all. But well, also, I did hear with when it comes to Ouija boards, you have to close the gate. Like mm-hmm. you open that up, you have to close it. Um, I don't know what. Uh, there's something you're supposed to say to close the mm-hmm. gate per se. Yeah, you you're supposed to close it, and that's what I mean. Close the session from before. You have to close it, otherwise you're because that's the only reason why it would have followed you or something like it wasn't yeah. closed properly or something. And but. but I think he was more in lines following the board because that's the gateway. Because if that's the only thing because I was thinking about because I asked my buddies I said did y'all experience anything no we were good well here take this and let me know I have a hypothesis here take this <laughs> see if you have any nightmares <laughs> in the middle of the night let me know let me see if you see uh, you know our old buddy there Bobby boy <laughs> <laughs> see if you see Gollum or something <laughs> but uh, yeah that was probably the most creepiest thing that I've ever witnessed yeah I don't miss with those at yeah, all yeah no because because I've heard so many horror stories, like I don't know how true, like I said, how true they are. Like when my cousin said that he burned his, uh, burned mm. his or somebody's, because they were messing with it, and it sounded like a woman was screaming, mm. and it wouldn't burn. I don't know. I wasn't there, so I, right. I'm not an eyewitness to that. So right um, now I remember, and this was back in 2005, I think. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of Waverly Hills Sanitarium? Yes. Okay. The, it was the first TB hospital in the U.S. in Louisville, Kentucky. Right. 60,000 people died in this hospital. Okay. Well, I thought hospitals were supposed to save lives. Uh, not from TB. <laughs> Apparently, they didn't know how to save people from TB. Right. Um, with that being said, uh, a group of coworkers and I, we, I saw it on an episode of Ghost Hunters. Right. I was like, oh, I want to go. I want to see, I want to have you know I want to see this see if it's for real haunted and so a group of coworkers and I we all drove down to Louisville and it was like two o'clock where the tour started mm-hmm. uh, for me I um, 
I didn't want to be around the tour guide because you're in, you know, we made the, make sure, make sure you bring your flashlights, you know, you know, you got cameras and you can bring those. But for right. me, I wanted to have my own experience. Cause if somebody's telling you something, like if somebody's listening to this episode and they could, if they got freaked out over a sound, they could, their mind probably would project something like you're probably seeing something. That's not right. That. I did not want this to happen in this hospital. Now, before we went in, they said no seances, no Ouija boards, don't, do not provoke the spirits here. They, they they literally gave you warnings. If you go out, especially the Ouija boards and seances, oh, yeah. um, they're like, do not do it. They like literally make sure they're checking your stuff. Make sure you're not bringing any of that crap in, in, in this hospital. So... As for me, I uh, the tour guy was talking about it, and he said you go off by yourself if you want to. Do not leave the floor. Uh, we, you know, we'll definitely, you know, just don't get lost. You know, just be careful. That's what he said. I decided to go off on my by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not by myself, but I had a couple people with me uh, just for safety reasons. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, so I did take pictures. Uh, but I was, I remember like, I was getting mad because I was like, what is, you know, I'm not having the experience that I wanted, you know. And I started provoking. I was like, I thought this place was haunted. I'm, you guys are not even doing anything, you know, blah, blah, blah. And as soon as I, I was walking by this room, it was like, I, I saw this shadow thing and a piece of two by four bow, fell on the ground. I'm I almost had to change my pants because I was not <laughs> expecting it just came out of nowhere. Now, now granted that this, even though it was open, there's no windows, you know, mm-hmm. and, but this room did not have any access to air. Just put it that way. Scared me. I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I was like, I'll apologize. <laughs> to the, I didn't mean to provoke. I do a, do you guys want some candy? What do you want? <laughs> you want some ghost candy? <laughs> you, you like Reese's? I heard they're very popular around Halloween. Uh, but it scared me. Um, just because I was not expecting that at all. Mm. And there was nobody else. It was just me and this other dude. It was just two people. Now, when I got home and I started looking at the pictures, dude, I saw this kid's face in the area that I was at peeking around the corner. Like half his face was peeking around the door corner, the, around the door jams. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I said, that little son of a, uh, I, I said it had to be that kid playing a joke because there was a kid on that floor that would literally would roll a ball to you. He They're just play. And I was like, I bet he was, <laughs> I would hope, I don't know. But seeing that, that seeing the kid's face and then next couple slides over, there was this woman, because I thought it was flashed from a camera, but a coworker of mine was looking at it. She, she said, no, that, it's not your flash, because the walls was kind of dingy, and uh, seeing the flash bounce off the, a dingy, you know, kind of that type of wall was kind of unheard of. And it was a woman's face, and it was half her body, and she was looking up, her mouth was open, and her eyes were sucking in. I would love to share these pictures, but unfortunately, the laptop that they were saved on had crashed. 
So I, I would love to share these pictures. Yeah, but, that would be interesting and cool at the same time. I want to go back. Um, I t- I, when I did leave, I rebuked anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I rebuked it all because I did not want that to be following me because it was a long way home. Uh, and I didn't want to be sitting in my back seat going, hey, uh, what kind of music you like? <laughs> you know, some creepy ass. But, uh, yeah, that was another experience that I had. But I kind of chose that experience, you know. But it was really unique. And the history behind it was amazing as well. So it was mm-hmm. more like a history trip. But also uh, like a, you know, ghost trip as well. Right. That's definitely creepy. Um, wow. That's a freaky looking kid. Like the kid, I'm telling you, you, you remember seeing the grudge? Yes. Like it kind of looked like that kid. Like it had the, it had black eyes and it had half his face. I'll, 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 I can't forget it. I cannot get it out of my head. Like you see some stuff in your life that you will never forget. Mm-hmm. Like you can't get it out of your head. It burns an image. Yeah, I would say so. Like, you know, walking in on your grandmother taking a poop, you know, and you, you'll never forget <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, never forget that. And that's scary on its own. <laughs> Oh, so with that in mind, um, I've definitely got one last story, but this one is just a story. It's not a real, uh, thing that happened it now it could have happened, but I just will say this. It was a story that was told to us by a theater teacher when I was in high school and this story, which I've been saving just for this episode and you can account for this. I've never told you this story and I want this to be the first reaction for everybody, including you, CJ. (laughs) So, uh, so here it goes. A boyfriend and a girlfriend is wanting to go to an, on a date and they get inside of a car. They're going to the pier. They get up to the pier and it's storming. It's raining real bad, lightning. And they get something on a radio. The radio says that there is a murderer out in their area. Please stay either inside your car or stay indoors. Do not go out until the police have caught the fiend. So because this message came on the radio while they're at the pier, they decided not to leave. Because it was storming too bad. They couldn't see the roads. The winds start howling. You can hear the brush of the trees brushing up against the hood of the car because it's swaying back and forth. While the boyfriend and girlfriend, they lowered their seats and they pulled the blanket up over them to hide themselves inside their car. It's been a while now. It's been about an hour or two, roughly. And the boyfriend says, well, let, let me see if I can turn on the radio. Turns on the radio, nothing but pure static. He said, that's weird. We're near the city limits. Why is it picking up static? So he, he tries it again. Nothing. So he turns it off, gets back underneath the cover with his girlfriend. The girlfriend is trembling in fear. And he goes, I want to make sure you're safe. I'm going to get out of the car. And she's like, no, don't stay. He said, look, I'm going to get out of the car and I'm going to make sure that everybody is safe for here. I want to make sure that you're safe. 
and when the coast is clear, I will knock on the car, letting you know that it's safe. She's like, okay, I trust you. Go ahead and go. And the boyfriend gets out, shuts the door. She locks the doors. She stays underneath the covers. It's been a while. She's getting worried. She doesn't know where he's at. So she takes the covers off and looks, but she can't see through the window because it's nothing but fog. And the windows are fogged up and it's thick, dense fog around the car. She can't see nothing, so she gets back underneath the covers. The rain has poured. And then all of a sudden, she hears this steady knock. She goes, okay. She yells out loud. Is it safe to come out? No response. It's quiet. The rain starts to ease. All of a sudden, she hears the the knocking again. It's a steady knock. And then she goes, if you're telling me that it's safe, good. But if you're doing a prank, this is not funny. The knocking stops. Within a minute after the knocking stops, she hears a voice. And all of a sudden, the window breaks. A man opens the door and says, ma'am, you need to get out of this car. It is unsafe for you. I'm a police officer. Please come with me. She's like, where's my boyfriend? I'm waiting for him. I'm sorry, ma'am, but you need to get away from this car. It is extremely unsafe around here. And as the officer's pulling her out of the car, she looks back at the car, remembering that she left something in the car. But as she looks, she looks up. Her boyfriend is hanging from a tree. And his hand is knocking on the hood of the car. That was good. And that is my scary story for the end of this podcast. That was really good, though. <laughs> it was really good. It's And when I got told that story, it creeped me out. I'm like, man, wow. Even when the boyfriend died, he still managed to knock on the hood and tell his girlfriend That's it's real safe. love. <laughs> <laughs> but no it's very creepy and so I, I honestly i thought it was a police officer like it was going mm-hmm. to like you know do something to that's where i was right I, it's it's very twisty yeah. but it it's very good it's a very good one that is that um is. but i i think that's about it as far as ghost stories yeah i hope everyone enjoyed that little <laughs> creep factor creep out factor and those of you who probably listen to this and probably need to go change clothes because of soiled or <laughs> something like that, we mean no harm. It's Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> uh, hope you enjoy the ghost stories. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, everybody has their, I guess, has their own experience in some right. sense of fashion that, mm-hmm. like, you hear you, your, your house is always going to pop. You know, you just pray that there's nothing exactly. open that is just settling. <laughs> but happy Halloween. Enjoy yeah. your house. Stay safe. Stay safe. Halloween. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for tuning in. Please follow us on Twitter and tune in for our next episodes to, that is yet to come. Um, let us know. Follow us on Twitter and uh, hit us up. Find us on Facebook and just let us yeah. know. We Like I so said, we, uh, we 
do have in our last episode we mentioned some folks who mm-hmm. did to the next episode so that way you can get your glory on <laughs> <laughs> your 15 seconds of fame 15 seconds of fame <laughs> uh but once again thank you so much guys thank you guys and happy halloween